Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are, welcome again to another episode on what has intuition to do with architecture design part two. This is your Talk Architecture podcast host, Naziati Muhammad Yaqob, and I'm going to continue with this line of argument that intuition is very much some skill or some something that is, of course, I've defined it earlier, it is the opposite of conscious reasoning, but in a way that intuition is associated with your gut feeling and common sense and how you solve a problem. When you set out to study architecture, of course, you come from um, high school, secondary school, and you went to foundation course that sort of give you the fundamentals of design. And then you set out to do architecture program in which you pick up skills and ask questions and understand further what the different subjects that you need to understand, uh, construction, materials, graphic, communication, design, and so on. And it's all in the head, really, that you need to digest all the formulas and the principles and the theories. And this is something that has been tested uh, sometimes using assignments or you have examinations that you need to write down or essays and you you sometimes feel that you're a researcher rather than a designer and supposedly the researcher bit the research uh, that you did on understanding about the topic at hand would help you understand the topic and then you would start designing and in designing something how much of that is intuitively done now I try to go and look at intuition from the beginning from education itself from how intuition is being employed in architecture design. Obviously, there was a comment made earlier that um, in determining the outcome of a design to be built, it comes from the very beginning where there are someone doing sketches and conceptual design and and they could do whatever they they want, really. But the right way of doing it is actually being uh, able to assemble or understand how to detail out the design. Because once it comes to that stage where you need to draw it out as construction drawings or tender documentation, it has to be quantified. And 
the screws and nuts and bolts and everything else needs to be quantified um, eventually in order for it to be built. It's not just a fancy full drawings in the beginning. So somebody has to oversee the whole process and making sure that what is envisioned earlier is is going to be almost the same as when it's built at the end. So in a team, in a company, there are different roles that people take in order to to process all that information into the built form. So that is why you have a company, you have the different people taking different roles and making to ensure that that happens at the end. And a sign of a good company is that they ensure the quality at the end, uh, the product or the built form is reflected um, is reflected or it is same as the initial vision. Now, yes, of course, there are things that needed to be corrected along the way. Maybe they need to, to be changed, but that's fine. That's part of the process. When we go back to architecture education from the very beginning, the first year, when students of architecture learn to use their intuition, learn to use their feelings and learn to be confident of their feelings to express themselves. What does that mean? What does that mean? Or do architecture school make sure the students know how to reason out? So when we ask uh, senior architects about the role of architecture criticism, then the architect mentioned about, okay, it's subjective. So the director that is in charge of a particular project in a company calls shots in terms of the subjectivity of the design until the end. So somebody has to be directing the the vision right till the end. So the director and the associate will play a, an important part in ensuring in that subjectivity of how design outcome will be. Now, when we talk about architecture, criticism as something that is being used in design education, in architecture education, where eventually the student of architecture gets critique coming in to criticize about his work, which is an opinion from someone, his peers. So often the student of architecture would um, would listen and the percentages are that most likely the student would listen to what has been recommended and follow that recommendation. Now, in following that recommendation and not using the instinct more or the common sense or the, the feelings more, they subject themselves to reasoning with other people. Meaning that um, 
the defense of the design, which eventually come to the fifth year, the defense of design thesis. Design thesis has been hypothesis by the student in which there's a scheme and the, the, the visiting critique would come and break it down because that's the process of architectural design in terms of the learning about architecture where you are subjected to the peers, the pressure from uh, visiting critiques on how you should, or you uh, would develop your design, uh, taking in into consideration uh, the critique and whether they, you want to uh, follow their suggestions or not. Because you'll come up against them again. Uh, in another um, a critique session. If it's not visiting critiques, it's your own tutor looking at your work from the very beginning and giving their input, their understanding, their suggestions in which you would figure out whether or by right you, sh you would need to believe in what they say or not. So once you start thinking about if I don't follow them, I won't get a good grade, the learning stops. The learning stops when you as a student of architecture decided not to think more of your belief of or not being able to process your intuition and believe in your intuition and gut feelings and um, abandon that or decided not to believe in your intuition but go along with the reasoning done by the critique or your tutor. So when you look at it professionally, if you as a student of architecture decided, okay, I'm not going to dive deeper into uh, my belief, finding out why I, I instinctively think, feel that way about my design, but because you had your own reasoning or you had come up with a design based on what you feel the best it should be, but other people are questioning it. So your belief of your design is subject to criticism. So that is something that happens again and again and again and again in architecture education and throughout your whole three years, your five years of architecture education. And then you come out the other end. This was something that I also had been discussing with a graduate in architecture telling me that, oh, you know, we could even do a part-time job because we just follow a formula to get ahead or we can get our A's anyway by showing certain types of drawings and illustrations that are complete and follow what the lecturers want us to do. So what is the downside of this? What is What do you lose? when you concede to this uh, formula to just pass without, without defending your instincts or your intuition of the design 
in the design process. What is the cause when you do not uh, believe in your design that you come out with? What's the cause in giving up? And, you know, it becomes something that you're easily to accept. You're not really questioning your boss at the end. You're not really questioning, you're not really doing your research or you don't take architecture as something that is to do with your belief. What is the cost of that? You as a creator, this is a different cost than engineering. Well, this is different. Although there's something engineering about architecture, although there's something um, scientific about architecture, but uh, you know, architecture is to do with um, something that is a creation or a designing, or you create something new or innovate something. It is not engineering or science. Obviously, it is to do with the arts and humanities. So you have read books. You have worked out that this is the best design, no matter what. So it doesn't really matter who, what other thing, what other people think about your design, but you yourself think about your design at the end of the day. What is a grade, an A grade given to you if it's to do with um, suiting to what the lecturer or the tutor want. I mean, I'm sure people had their different journeys in architecture. But at the end of the days, architecture is not merely, you know, going or, shall we say, uh, architecture is not merely, um, going through the process uh, of trying to get a paper qualification and getting a job. Architecture is closer to you as a creator, you as someone who creates things and be proud of the thing and standing by the belief of what you've done. Architecture is strengthen you in terms of your confidence to stand for something. Has architecture now gone and sold to the developer? Has architecture gone and and sell its soul to, uh, shall we say, money? So what about architecture education? How is it that you prepare your students of architecture to be much more instinctive and intuitive? How is it that you that you prepare them to have belief in themselves and they would come out much more confident, much more be that person, be their own person rather than just mimicking and aping trends? So... Reading and coming up with your own reasoning, your own belief is so important 
in order to to come out as a human being more than anything else that you could you it would go in good stead later on to discover yourself even better so this is the second part of the series on what does intuition has to do with architectural design and i hope that part 2 will give a much more serious consideration about why we use intuition why we how intuition is connected to belief how intuition when it's sharpened from um giving it sense giving it giving it a place in your life in your, what you do as an architecture student um would help you to be much more determined and um having a a particular um philosophical stance of yourself or a stance in which you can hold on to as an identity as an architect that you are which is different than any other people any other it's not the same it's not replicated so okay thank you very much for listening till the next time